Welcome to The Doctor's Dose. I'm Anthony Maurice, and this is a podcast with excerpts from The Human Wisdom of St. Thomas Aquinas, which is arranged by Joseph Pieper. In today's episode, we're going to ponder the first chapter, second quotation. Everything eternal is necessary. Enjoy. You do not exist from your own power. You did not choose to be born. You did not choose to have a physical uh, limitations and mental limitations. These include your looks, your intellect, your gender, your parents, your culture, and I could go on and on. But you exist as a result of your creator who looked upon you and created you as you. And these are essential things as a part of your existence because we are body-soul composites. Your entire existence, though, is unnecessary. St. Thomas says this is because you are not eternal. Because St. Thomas also says everything eternal is necessary. And so the opposite of that, to help make a helpful contrast and distinction, is that everything that is not eternal is unnecessary. Uh, This leads me to three questions to ask you. Do you find it strange that you exist? What kind of God would make you and why? And what is the purpose of you being created? Because again, everything non-eternal is unnecessary. So what's the deal? So question one is the strangeness of your existence, right? It's it's strange that we are. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines strange as not native to, or naturally belonging in a place of external origin, kind, or character. And I, I really like this because it plays off of Thomas saying that since you are literally not necessary, you are of, in some ways, external to God. You are not necessary. But God has brought you to life. And so while you might not naturally exist, I mean, you exist as a result of your creator. And so... What I think is really important to ponder is like, yeah, I exist and this could have not been. And so since it could have not been, pondering on the fact that it is and that you are and you can think is is a wonderful thing. And when I say wonderful, I mean you should be full of wonder about about your existence. So, I mean, we are also unnecessary in, in a different way. You know, in, in the life of the Trinity, the divine three persons, right? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Still one God, one substance, but three persons. They share this love between each other, this eternal love where they are constantly rejoicing in another. You know, the Father looks at the Son and the Son looks at the Father with such intensity that the Holy Spirit is proceeding from them both and they share in this wonderful exchange of love. Three distinct persons, but one God. So we belong, though, to God. We belong to this Trinity, and we're adopted sons and daughters of God who have been chosen to participate in life everlasting. And and God, since we come from nothing, okay, free will comes from nothing, we, we choose whether we want to accept or reject God and either fulfill the end and purpose of our nature or to completely reject it and be cut off from God. So 
the question I would ask now is what kind of God would make you and, and why God is the only eternal thing. He has always been God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit share in a love again between each other. And from this passionate love, beaming full of beauty and goodness when they look upon each other. They brought forth all of creation, which was completely a gift because God did not need creation. It was completely unnecessary. So it was totally altruistic and generous. And so you are made in the image and likeness too of God. The second person of the Trinity became incarnate and took on a human nature along with his divine nature. And became man. From the life of Jesus, we see God made us for himself. We have a chance during our lives to follow now in the footsteps of our father. Right? This is why he's made us. To follow in his footsteps and to take up our cross and to choose to love each other with a passion so intense it's fully realized upon the cross where nails are driven into him. And yet, he goes through this agony and anguish. Because of this crazy love where God is crazy in love about you. He delights in you. He thinks you're wonderful. And he wants to redeem you for your sins and transgressions that you've committed against him. A being so complete and so perfect as God desires for you to also be complete within him. Question three. What is the purpose of you being created? I think this kind of blends in with what we've been talking about. But if you are not an eternal being... And therefore, you're totally unnecessary. You rightly ask the question, why am I here? I was not, and now I am. You were created. You were created to love God and his creation and to share in the life of the Trinity. Love, wonder, existence, God, relationship. Now, on earth, your journey towards, you you journey on your end in the purpose of your life every day. You're getting closer and closer to the, you know, hopefully the beatific vision to see and to look upon God. So remember these distractions um, that take place before you get to your end are all all your, your sinfulness and then, you know, the unhelpful habits and sins that, you know, you frequently commit or maybe, you know, whatever happens along the way. So the selfishness and the disbelief and basically the disordered desires within you that, that seek other things that is not God when really God is the only thing that can truly fulfill you and fulfill like the desires within you. So you have to remember that when you look at your sinfulness, it's not why you were created. You weren't created for that. You were created for God. And this is helpful to think about when you look at others, remember that they are also ones that Jesus died for on the cross. And so to get out of yourself and to look upon others in relationship You see, wow, Jesus loves this person so much he died on a cross for them. And so if God, who's all-knowing, sees so much value in them that he went to death on a cross, I mean, how can that not inspire and engender the heart also to want to love everyone? And so our nature and our end that God made us for, that we're naturally made for, is him. And so... Without him, we can never be completed. And so the purpose that we've been made for as, you know, a non-eternal being is to wonder and glorify the eternal. And our intellects, the incredible thing is as finite beings, we cannot fully comprehend God, but 
we can fully like love God for eternity because we're just wondering and contemplating on unadulterated truth, beauty, love, justice, and a perfect sense of home. And all these things are found in God. And in God, they become convertible things, meaning they, there's no distinction between the truth, beauty, justice, love. It's all God. It's all this one thing. And so, to sum up, ponder these three questions. First of all, to, to end with the excerpt once again, everything eternal is necessary. Those are the words from the angelic doctor himself. And so, meditate upon, do you find it strange that you exist? What kind of God would make you and why? And what is the purpose of you being created? And thinking about these questions will help illuminate so much about this profound insight that Thomas had that everything eternal is necessary. And the opposite of that is everything non-eternal is unnecessary. Meaning you. But yet, you, an unnecessary being, are.